It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound mm, Kitchen. Yummy. And Susanna Wexby is cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to The Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 17th of December, the 351st day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. There are only 14 more days in 2022. That's what my house has sounded like the past week. We had friends over for the France-England game. I don't know if you know this, and I didn't until I moved here, but the French hate the English, and the English hate the French. They've never forgotten the 100 Years War, which happened just a few centuries ago. Anyway, matches between the two countries are rather passionate. So it was tense in my salon. At one point, I walked into the room, and one of our friends was so excited, he was standing on the sofa, biting a cushion. That's when I went to get my recorder, so you could get a little feel of what it was like in France watching that game. Still to come, a listener's corner and music from Erwan, but first... The quiz. On the 12th of November, COP27 was in full swing in Sharm el-Sheikh, Egypt, and there were two newly elected leaders at the conference. You were to tell me their names and the countries they represent. The answer is Brazil's president-elect Luis Inácio Lula da Silva, who promised to protect the Amazon from deforestation after defeating climate skeptic President Jair Bolsonaro, and British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who wasn't going to go, but then changed his mind. In addition to the quiz question, there was the bonus question suggested by Jayanta Chakrabarti from New Delhi, India, which was, what was the happiest moment of your life? You'll hear the answers later on the listener's corner, so don't touch that dial. The winners of this week's quiz are... Mahesh Jain, who's the president of the RFI Club Delhi in Delhi, India. Mahesh, who's a devoted school teacher, is also this week's bonus question winner. He wrote, Every moment brings happiness for me when students learn and have progressed, become responsible, grow and develop well. Be it good grades or getting admission in some good college and getting a job, I feel it as a personal achievement because it shows that the effort I put in nurturing them ultimately paid off. It works as a great motivator for me as well to help create creative, well-informed, and innovative individuals. Remember, happy teachers make happy students. Amen, Mahesh. Congratulations.
The other lucky winners this week are Bazazel Ferhat from Weskita, Algeria. He's the president of the RFI Butterflies Club in Kechera. And RFI Listeners Club members Samir Mukopadhai from West Bengal, India, as well as Khadija Akhtar Najnin from Dhaka, Bangladesh. Rounding out the list is RFI English Lister Shahanwaz Sultana from Bogura, Bangladesh. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. The question this week can't be about anything other than the World Cup. And it's easy, but you won't be able to answer it until tomorrow after the final match. So, who are the champions of the world? Which country won the World Cup 2022? Who did they play against, and what was the final score? Again, which country's team won the World Cup 2022? Who did they play against, and what was the final score? Our sportsman Paul Myers has been there. I'll post his article as soon as he gets it to us. You'll find it on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Answer this week's bonus question, too, and if you win, you'll get an extra prize. This week's bonus question is, what motivates you? What makes you want to do your very best? What motivates you to give your all? Do you have an idea for a bonus question? Well, send it right on in to the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. You have until the 23rd of January, 2023 to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 28th of January to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a ms, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336 Always include your postal mailing address and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. Hey, 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 hey. Stop, sit, relax, listen. This is the Sound Kitchen. Time for the Listener's Corner. Today you'll hear the answers to the bonus question suggested by Jayanta Chakrabarti. What was the happiest moment of your life? Not surprisingly, becoming parents was a big winner for Radhakrishna Pillai, for Rashid Naz with two daughters and then a son, and for Razia Khalid, it was when she discovered she would have a baby. She wrote she'd been married for a long time and had not had a child in 10 years, so it was really big news as well as happy news. 
If you remember, both Fitz and I said the same thing. But how about this? Hans Werner Lolica wrote, well, becoming a father is on the top of the list, but I can tell you that becoming a grandfather is as happy as that. So I have heard from my friends, Hans, who have been so blessed. Salim Akhtar Chadhar wrote, The happiest moment of my life is when I got married to my lovely girl, who is now my wife. It was my dream, and it came true. Oh, you sweet man, and your lucky wife to be adored. For Muhammad Nasir, it was when he, as he wrote, entered the holy mosque in Mecca and saw the holy Kaaba with my naked eyes. And for Father Stephen Wara, it was when he was ordained as a priest. For Karuna Kantapal, it was a six-month-long software training course in Japan. He not only received technical training, he traveled as well. He wrote that he rode the famous bullet train and visited other islands, and Cherry on the Top had many cross-cultural discussions with his fellow trainees who came from numerous countries. That is a rich and happy experience, Karuna. Malik Muhammad Metab Kokar's happiest moment was when he started earning his own money. And for Vijay Kumar, it was about employment too. He wrote, There are numerous happy moments in my life, but the happiest was when I got a permanent job on the Indian Railways way back in 1989. For an unemployed youth getting a job in a central government organization with a fixed monthly salary and other perks, plus an amount of pension after retirement, is a dream come true. There are academic moments of happiness. For Shahanaj Parvin Sati, it was when she passed her school certificate examination, her first public competitive examination, she wrote. For Shadman Hosan Ayan, it was when he was accepted into, as he put it, Dream High School. Shadman wrote, since it's among the top 100 schools in our country, which is Bangladesh, the entrance exam was very tough. When the results came out, I was very tense. I thought I wouldn't get in. However, then I found my name on the list and I even shouted. This made me teary with joy. I was crying and smiling at the same time. That was indeed the happiest moment in my life. I'm smiling too, Shadman. Kondakar Rafikal Islam won an essay competition when he was 14 years old. It was organized by the German Cultural Center in Dhaka, Bangladesh. One day, he had a surprise visit at school from the postman, who gave him a large package of gifts as his prize. His entire family, he wrote, were very proud and sure he would become a great man. Well, you listen to RFI English, Kondakar, which shows you are a curious and open man. And for me, that's a great man. Yeme Sande John Touré had a simple answer. He is happiest when, as he put it, I am successful in anything I am doing and praised with nice thanks. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks to Jayanta Chakrabarty for the question and to all of you who participated. Remember that the bonus question for today is, what motivates you? Do you have a bonus question idea? Send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. And a reminder, we're already thinking ahead to World Radio Day in February. It's not too early to start thinking about your World Radio Day greeting, which will air on a special Sound Kitchen celebration show. 
When you've come up with what you'd like to say, get under a blanket and record your message on your phone. Then send it to us via email as an attachment, MP3 format, to the Sound Kitchen at RFI.fr. This is the Sound Kitchen. Sound, Sound Kitchen. Kitchen. And Susan Owensby's cooking. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen. And keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to our sound engineer, Erwan Rome, for his input and his expertise in putting the show together. And thanks to you for listening. I'll be off for the next two weeks, but Erwan and I have prepared special holiday shows for you, so be sure and tune in. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch, and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. Today, Erwan has chosen the Herbie Hancock and Paul Jackson classic, Chameleon. Released on the album Headhunters in 1973, it became the best-selling jazz album of all time, selling over a million copies, the first jazz album to do so. Featuring the American jazz pianist, keyboardist, band leader, and composer Herbie Hancock, who has 14 Grammy Awards to his name, on the clavinet, which is an electrically amplified clavichord, the five musicians who made up the original Headhunters band are all multi-instrumentalists. You'll hear synthesizer, drums, bass guitar, and reed instruments. Chameleons mixes funk with jazz and made jazz listeners out of rhythm and blues fans and vice versa. It continues to be an inspiration not only for jazz musicians, but also for funk, soul music, jazz funk, and hip-hop artists. It inspires me to groove. How about you? Thanks again, Erwan, for another musical adventure. Talk to you all next week.
Thank mm-hmm. you.